This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is The Frontline, industry insights and perspectives from America's premier professional staffing agency, Frontline Source Group. Joining us on this segment is Bill Casco. He's the founder and CEO of Frontline and a seasoned expert on the subject of hiring both temporary and permanent employees. Bill, welcome to the program. Hello, David. Good to be with you. We've covered a lot of the the questions that they don't ask the talent that they should be and those sort of nuances. Any other challenges that tend to come up for your clients as you're educating them and training them about how to frame this whole hiring process? You know, it, it's really just about the talent pool and, and what's taking place. And I'll give you a great example. Right now, uh, what we're seeing is because it's a hot market everywhere in this country, uh, talent is going so quick. The one thing that just just kills trying to hire a new candidate or get a person to move from a company to another company is when the process takes too long, when the communication isn't there. And so just as we're now in this digital uh, millennium or life or whatever it's called, I don't know, it changes every day, but technology in the way that it is, this group of individuals that are coming up in this, this, uh, this age group that we see, they want answers now. And they, they'll, they'll take a yes or a no, or they'll take a wait, I'll tell you, in two days. But there has to be communication. And it is vitally important that employers understand that if you interview a person, you need to tell them, hey, we're going to get back with you or we're going to get back with the agency within 24 hours, 72 hours, whatever. You can tell them it's going to be 30 days. But whatever you tell them, you need to stick to it. You need to stick with what you say to them because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the honest answer from a company to tell them, hey, it's going to be two months. You know, you look at sites like Glassdoor and other review sites. This is a whole generation of people that have grown up living on Twitter and Facebook, and that's what they do. And, and that's where they go to figure out, is that a company I want to work for or not? And so if you are not in a position to be able to give them an honest answer about their response, when the position is going to start, what the opportunities are, these are people today, these people, that's what they do. They go to social media, they talk to their friends, they say, hey, they told us we're going to get an answer, and I didn't get an answer. So we try to educate our clients to say, listen, this is our reputation on the line as well. So we're going to send you candidates. But we need to get a response back from you after the interview as soon as possible, uh, like immediately or at least within 24 hours. Because if we can't tell that candidate your perspective on how the interview went, our credibility is ruined. And, and that alone 
will kill every deal. And, and people are just so hesitant to make a move because companies are not always upfront and communicate well. And, and there are all types of excuses. The HR departments will say we can't get a hiring manager. Hiring managers say the HR department will let us say anything. And they go back and forth. And we always try to say, guys, look, just, just help us out because we will try to tell them whatever will work with you guys. We have to have that communication. It's, it's kind of like a marriage uh, or dating or anything else. Got to have that open communication at all times. And that's so important for us to have that success and for our clients to be successful in the placements. Integrity and continuity and, and all of that stuff. And you mentioned something about the generations that you deal with. Uh, there are There is a, a large body of baby boomers out there, as w- we both know. And then you've got these younger folks as well. Um, when you talk about the availability or the demand for jobs and they're just the fact that there isn't a lot of talent out there, how do you think about for example, the uh, the availability of ba- more baby boomers or, you know, how does the age thing play into it? I'll just ask the broadest form of the question and see where you go. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of different ways to go with this. So exactly. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take it from a couple different aspects and I'll give you an example. Uh, in the oil and gas industry, uh, where, uh, you know, the oil and gas industry as a whole is a really unique and interesting industry. The 10-year for the average employee in the oil uh, market or in that industry is is plus 12 years between jobs. And so they're not about moving. I mean, it's literally like you start somewhere, you're going to die there. And so when you have positions that come open and the job description discusses, we need someone with 30 years of experience, you will literally go, are you kidding me? But then you realize, no, it's pretty common. The difference is when you think about an individual with 30 years of experience, they're also going to be a seasoned individual. They're not going to be as tech savvy when it comes to doing a lot of things that now all take place online as a recent college grad who can text with one hand and at the same time drive and probably pay their bills on a laptop in the seat. <laughs> this, is, this is going to be, it's a, it's a completely different monster that we deal with. And so- as, as a company, as we advance in technology and utilize different skills to do an interview, for example. So 10 years ago, 90% of the people we interviewed came into our local office, sat down with us, and we did a face-to-face interview. 10 years later, only 10% come into our office, and 90% of our interviews are done just like you and I are doing today, having a conversation over the internet. If you had told me that 10 years ago, I would have said you were crazy. Today, it's the norm. People do not want to actually go out, go in and do this when they have technology right in front of them. They do it from their phones. They can do it from their iPads. They, they have all these different tablets and, and opportunities of technology to do this. That works great for some people. But when you're looking at positions that are on the more senior level with a seasoned individual who is not tech savvy, you can forget it. It's not going to happen. And so employers have to recognize that as well, that even something as simple as completing an application online can be difficult for people who are not as tech savvy to understand that. And, and today we all think, well, everybody knows how to use a cell phone. Not true. I recently saw someone with a flip phone. I haven't seen one of those in eight plus years at least. I thought everybody had a smartphone. No, not necessarily. 
In fact, there are still people that don't even have cell phones. And so you have to take that into consideration. It doesn't mean they're not up with the times necessarily. It's just they have decided that's not one of the places they want to be. And so when you look at those generational gaps and you try to understand the differences, that's just one part. I mean, there are so many different avenues, both from a work ethic standard or from what they what they expect from benefits that today and what is taking place today are the things that we talked about years ago and thought it would never happen, but we knew possibly it would, and it's here, and it is happening. And, and so we all have to learn and adapt as we go forward. Okay, and finally for this segment, uh, I wanted to um, address the, the art of the interview, and I, it may be that we've already uh, talked about this enough in this and previous segments, but... Um, are there ways that employers, your clients, can improve their interview process? Do you feel that we've already uh, said all there is to say about that, or is there anything more you'd like to add there? No, I don't know that there is uh, as much to uh, change their process as it is going back to utilizing the technology, just as working yeah. with the video. Um, you know, years ago, we, it was the big thing we did, the phone screens. Um, you know, today we have a proprietary system that <clears throat> we actually have candidates and it works out really well, especially for individuals that are working. They do a video profile. And so we send them a link with three questions. And it's basically no different than doing an interview. And we ask them three questions pertaining to this position that they're applying for. They do uh, a video back. It asks the question. They read it. They answer their question. It's recorded. They send it back to us. We're able to send it on to the employer. So the employer is able to review their background information, uh, where they have been employed, the education. But then they're also able to see, maybe it's a three-minute uh, little clip of the individual answering three different questions. What's been interesting to us is that we have found that most employers only watch about 30 seconds. And that's it. They actually don't even watch all the way through, which goes back to the whole idea and the whole mindset that... You know, the average time that someone looks at a resume is about seven seconds. They spend a little bit more time looking at the video because it's like, oh, this is interesting. And they make their decision. And we've had people say, well, that's not fair. And I say to all of them when I hear this argument, what do you think happens on an interview? The same thing happens. Your first impression is so important. Uh, but the employers, what they're finding is their time is not as, not as readily available as it used to be. They have to be more efficient at what they're doing. And so they're utilizing that technology to become more efficient. And the, the candidate and the, the applicant is having to become more, more reliable on technology to understand first impressions are everything. Everything that you do in the process is important. And when you get that and you understand it, 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 it makes it so much easier for you to go down that line. Bill, this is great, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining us. We've been visiting with Bill Casco. He's the founder and CEO of Frontline Source Group. They are America's premier professional staffing agency, one of the fastest growing. We'll do it again for sure. Thanks for being with us on The Frontline. For more information, visit FrontlineSourceGroup.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.